0: This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. What the f*** was that? I guess. I don't know. The 42, I thought he was going to move over. He goes right into our right side, it looked like the beat. Yeah, I mean, I just barely got out of my box.
1: Just to let the man get back on the track. Uh, right. This is the Dale Jr. Download presented by Spy with Mike Davis, Mike Hogue, Amanda Troutman, I am Taylor Zarzer. All right, who wants to ride around a racetrack with Dale Jr.? Well, now's your chance if you enter Spies Win a spin with Dale Jr. sweepstakes. Go to spyoptic.com slash Jr. or facebook.com slash spyoptic and enter your your info for a grand prize of a three-lap ride around Charlotte Motor Speedway with Dale, airfare, accommodations, tickets to the Charlotte October nationwide race, and Spies sunglasses. All for you and a guest. All you got to do is enter to win while you're on spy's website, get yourself a pair of signature eighty eight collection sunglasses you can enter discount code dirty Mo radio dirty Mo radio all one word all courtesy of our partner spy boys and girls how y'all doing we're doing great how you doing i'm doing I'm doing fantastic uh, let's talk a little bit about this race and how things are going I know we got uh, Mr Hogue with us uh, who who saw all of it uh, transpire on sunday and it's all uh, the madness. Yeah, you know, we'll get to that madness in, in just a minute with uh, Larson and Hamlin and J.J. and Newman and all that stuff. But uh, but first, let's talk about a fifth-place run. Uh, pretty impressive given uh, what happened there in the pits. And, you know, it, it's interesting. And, Hoga, I, I'd like to start with you because you were there. It, it's, it's a pretty good feeling when you run fifth and you're kind of like, eh, well, we ran fifth. Because that means you're so used to winning and competing to win on a weekly basis.
2: Oh, exactly. Um, I was standing right there when Dale pulled out and then Larson hit him. I look over and you see him just sideways in the box. Well, that can't be good. Um, but then you knew Steve LaTarte and that team. How many times it has it happened this year when Dale's got damaged and they come in under caution to get that thing fixed and they're you know, running right back in the top ten 50 laps later. So
3: you, know, I think everybody has confidence in Steve and what he can do and what the whole team can do. Absolutely. I mean, you know, Steve Latart alluded to earlier in the year on this podcast that uh, th- this team would test its mettle on crisis moments. We know that, uh, you know, they can show up fast. They know they can build fast race cars. What happens in crisis moments? Now, I don't know what level of crisis this actually comes. I mean, well, when another car hits you in your pit box, that's, that's somewhat of a crisis. Well, they fixed it. The fact that they still had a fast car even with all the damage and the, the stuff they had to repair, was one of those moments that really shows you how good a team this is i felt you know this was their 11th top five this year taylor and that is the most they've had since 2004 mm. um you know each of the past two seasons they had 10 top fives well they've already passed that we're not even at the chase yet so you know this team is really showing how good it is but you have to have those crisis moments uh, to to really uh, to let that set into how good they really are, because that's going to determine if you are a championship caliber team.
1: What would you think, uh, Hogue, about those crisis moments uh, Mike's talking about, especially in the pits there when when Larson hits him? First of all, I just I, I was kind of in shock for a moment after that happened. Yeah, I think everybody was. Just, yeah, yes. I mean, just kind of like how why did this just <laughs> all he did was just try to get out of his box In Michigan, like, like one <laughs> of the biggest
2: tracks on the circuit. You hear Dale say, "What the you know what was that?" Right, yeah. it, it shocked him as well. Um, but I think you know what we had a little luck on our side because not too much longer after that there was that the bigger wreck where we had there was a longer cleanup and they had time to come back in under those caution laps and really get it back to to how they wanted it. Um, I think that had a little play in it as well. But you're right. I mean, just watching those guys under yellow and, and how they work and Stevie's standing on the box like a quarterback, just saying you do this, 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 and this, and everybody's. I
3: mean, it's seamless. It's Dave was lucky not to be in that big
1: wreck. Yeah. True. Well, it's example number ten million of of how just talented Steve Letard is. I mean, certainly we're blown away by junior and the entire eighty eight team uh is as good as it gets in the sport. Uh but uh, this guy was born to be a crew chief and I don't want to talk about next year and all that stuff, but
3: he'd tell you he's born to be a commentator. Uh, yeah, maybe <laughs>
1: maybe he would, but uh man, he is it's it is so impressive to see and obviously you saw it on display.
3: Yeah. Yeah, they were good, man. I'm telling you, you know, good good great motor. Uh, great motor, great car. All things considered, you get out of there with the top five. That's a good day at Michigan. But my goodness, what is it about Michigan? I, I, I still can't like you know. You got your Bristol, you got your Darlington, where short tracks where that just creates tempers. I mean, that creates you know post race drama. I never can figure out why Michigan is also that track on the circuit yeah, It always I, has I was people mad the same thing. because. And this goes back you know to 2003 for me when Jimmy and Kurt Busch get into it in the garage. It seems like there's always an incident in the garage or on pit road at Michigan. Mm. I I don't know what it is. Yeah.
1: I don't either. Yeah. All right. Well, enough of us uh, shooting the breeze about all this. Let's see what Dale Jr. had to think about uh, a fifth-place finish and all that transpired during that fifth-place finish. Here he is.
0: Hey, everybody. This Junior. Just got home from Michigan. Had a pretty good day. We ended up uh, getting a top five after having a lot of trouble. But um, basically, um, we unloaded the car Friday, and we were in race trim, and we had really good speed. So, I didn't really have a lot of concerns about the uh the car and race trim you know once we qualified bad so qualifying just uh we got a little loose on that second run we needed to run about a tenth faster than we did and just didn't have the grip in the back of the car through three and four and so we missed the top 24 just by a little bit but i think we'd have been able to qualify somewhere inside the top 15 if we had been able to make that next cut we just didn't get it done but uh We, um, you know, we we worked on the car Saturday and found some, you know, issues and worked on those issues and got some good speed out of the car. Jeff had been fast all weekend. He was flying, uh, but I knew once the race starts, it would be another situation, you know, it won't be, everybody kind of backs up in the race trim speed and things change a little bit as far as who's quick and who ain't, so... You don't get too worried when you see a guy really lighten it up out there and practice like that but um, it was good to kind of be able to look at what he was doing his setup and everything try to help ourselves but we liked the uh, we liked our opportunity and thought we could have a good race and knew we were gonna have to pass some cars on the track and when they dropped the green flag boy we were cutting up through there I think in 10 laps we would passed about 12 cars we were moving through the pack real easy car was flying we got on pit road there and uh, had a little trouble with Kyle Larson. Our cars, you know, came together and it bent the steering in my car and hurt his car pretty bad. I was just pulling out of my pit box and I was trying not to run over the right rear tire carrier of the car in front of me. And I just basically had just made the move to get out of my box. And Kyle was a couple of stalls behind me doing the same thing. And he was looking in the, you know, looking in the mirror a little bit to see if uh, to give the 27 or somebody a little room, making sure that he wasn't going to crowd anybody and Um, we just, you know, it was just bad timing. Nobody's at fault really there. It's just bad timing. But, uh, unfortunately it hurt his car pretty bad. I I was behind him when he hit the wall and that was a hell of a lick. And I texted him after the race to see if he was okay. So I was glad to hear that he thinks he's feeling pretty good. Um, it bent the steering in my car when that happened. The steering wheel moved about a quarter of a turn. So I knew we were having some toe issues there. They looked at the tow and said the tow was good, so it must have been something in the steering box. And uh, the car still had pretty good speed, so I, I would I would agree that something in the steering box probably got bent and moved. Anyways, we got going there and still had a pretty fast car. Uh, probably not as quick before, before the pit road incident, but still had great speed. And we did some good stuff on pit road to get us some track position. We passed a lot of cars, and uh were able to get a top five. So pretty happy to be able to get away from there and... Uh, it could have been a whole lot worse, and happy for uh, Jeff and his team, but it's getting crowded up there with all these teams with three wins, so we're going to have to do something about that. we got a few races left. We're going to Bristol, and that's always an exciting race, and anything there can happen. Hopefully we, uh, we have a good balance on our car, good speed, and, a, and we can have a fun night. I'd love to win. It's an awesome place to win at, driving your car up on top of that building to victory lane. It's a pretty neat victory lane and it's bristol you know it's just an it's probably one of the best tickets on the schedule so i'm looking forward to that and uh enjoy the download take it easy
1: all right good stuff man and uh we got to give killer some water Guys, uh, it sound
3: like he's on that treadmill again
1: yeah. you know uh, just we got to give you got to give that dog some water man <laughs> seriously uh, it just makes me nervous every time we we hear him, but um, hey, anything else we need to talk about with uh, what happened this past weekend in Michigan? Anything you guys want to talk about when it, when it comes to Jimmy and Newman or or Hamlin or or uh, Danica and and how Junior was able to get through that caution, which was amazing. That was some uh, that was some pretty crazy stuff after what happened with Larson.
3: Well, I know a lot of people were asking about the Hamlin incident. Uh, Hamlin and Junior had a discussion on pit road, which you know is. Not really that unusual. I'm not saying it's not unusual for Hamlin and Junior to have a conversation. Although it's happened, I've been there for that. <laughs> Hogue was telling us this story uh, yesterday, and what's funnier to me, right, so Hamlin had an issue. Bob Pakras wrote about this story, so it's not a mystery anymore. Right? You know, uh, right. you know, Junior ran him up the track, and and uh, you know, wanted to pass him, didn't want to go three wide. Hamlin took issue with it. They boy, they both voiced their opinions, and that's that. What was funny was the conversation Hogan Jr. had in the airplane going home. And, Hogan, you can speak to this because uh, you were like, if Hamlin would have actually you know, like made a move on you, yeah, well, what just, exactly would you expect me to do? Well, I, I, no, I asked
2: if we were in the car, what, where, where we were. But afterwards, I asked, as to the point, I said, okay, let's be honest. If, if today or any time a driver comes up to you and you get sucker punched, What's my role? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I really would oh. like. you. Know, what, what do you want me to do? At first, he's like, well, grab me, just grab me and pull me back. And he goes, no, I want you to get between us. You need to get between us both. And so now I'm gonna, be, I could be that guy on TV who's trying yes. to break people up that people hate. They don't, that guy's getting in the way. Let him fight. Let him get after it. I'm the, by no means any type of security guard, bodyguard. I'm I mean, not yeah, given the length of your arms. Yeah, how, how much are you going to really was, break it up, right? So I wanted to know what he thought. I said, what would you like me to do if this happens? So he said, so now I know if it happens, jump in the middle. What I do when I'm in the middle, I don't know. But I'm going to do my best to control the situation. Meanwhile, while they were kind of jawing back and forth, you got the 20-team of Joe Gibbs Racing on the wall ready to, p- to pounce so uh, it was it was interesting but
3: it, you know they, they got over it it was <laughs> i always think pit crews act like they're ready to pounce but amanda i mean you it, know, it was being me and adam Jordan, to somebody that's not a pit crew are they really about to are they all bark or do they have any bite i to don't them?
2: think they're gonna jump in
3: and fight they were just there to the, the last pit crew member there was a pit crew member that went after kurt bush at richmond yeah that was uh who, whose pit crew was that I don't know. This, this was a couple years ago. Okay. And, and and then there was also um remember the Kevin Harvick Ricky Rudd incident where the guy jumped off the car and then threw the bottle at uh Ricky <laughs> Rudd. That, that was a pit crew member that has some bite. But for the most part I don't know that pit crew members are you know, I think they're there for I Kip. know I know the ones with a reputation are the R C R guys. They're the ones who they, the, that's true. That, that those are, are the ones you what, watch out for. What would Kit including do? Richard.
2: I yeah. I don't
1: and I guess it would all depend on the relationship he had with the driver. That's right. That's honestly, because there are some pit crew members that are closer to their drivers than that's right than other you know others. But we well, need to, you know, what we need to do is we need to bring my our, our boy Greg in here, who's uh, one of the pit coaches for uh, for Junior and for Jimmy, and and tell him and ask him what uh, what what's, <laughs> what's what protocol is, what is protocol. not yeah, really right.
2: think anybody's ever asked. So I just asked him, what do yeah. I do?
3: We need yeah. to go get – Slingerland's not in the shop right now. He's over at Hendrick. But uh, when he gets in, we need to say, hey, Slingerland, what is the protocol for – you know,
1: <laughs> it's sort of like baseball has a protocol. I want to know Hoag's you know, protocol, too, because uh, he he's right. I mean, that's a that's a crazy situation to be in. And, 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 and also, I totally believe, you know, it's over, uh, you know, after the race is over with. Because, I mean, I remember last year, not that there was any incident, but you, you guys all hang out together, and you guys came um, – Mike, to to see me doing a show on a Monday night football game, the Patriots and Panthers, and and Denny was around, and Steve was there, obviously, watching his pats, and everybody's uh, hanging out, but it's funny because, you know, on Sunday or or Saturday night, you got to be, you know, traffic cop maybe, and then Sunday, you know, everything's fine, but that's that's what happens when you're out there racing for, for trophies, you know?
2: Yeah, Hulk. Have you ever taken a punch? I have, and it was after the Panthers Super Bowl against the Patriots. It was my <laughs> first ever, first ever fight. Really? My neighbors my neighbors were Patriots fans upstairs, and they ran in at halftime screaming. And I didn't know them. I said, "If we lose this game, I turn on buddies." Said, "If we lose this game, I'm gonna have a problem. We're gonna be fighting." Soon as that we lost, or I mean, right after we lost, neighbors came running in our door. And I chased him outside, and I grabbed wow. him, and then his buddy punched me right in the face. It was so, awful. So you, were, so you were sort of the Denny Hamlin, Ryan Newman of the situation. <laughs> well, I was, I was upset. We, we, it was the Super Bowl. We had just lost. And these guys I don't know ran in my house, so I ran outside and chased him and grabbed him. When I grabbed him, his friend came and sucker punched me. I'm, and I had this big black eye, and I was a waiter at the time. Was this Did you retaliate to this? Uh, well, all my friends were at that point, so we all just kind of piled on each other, but... I got sucker punched, and then we were on the ground wrestling, and that was Man. it. But then I had, you know, I, I was in college, and my waiters, every single story, holy cow, buddy,
1: are you okay? What happened to your eye? And
2: then and you're, of course, you're like, you should see the other guy. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I
1: love this. Man, that's that's a tough night. You, you know, you, you lose an em- I'll emotional never Super Bowl, and, and then you get sucker punched.
3: I got punched uh, in an autograph line when I was Jimmy Spencer's PR guy at a, at a racetrack, at a dirt track up in uh, New York and I cut off the autograph line like I was supposed to do, and there was a gentleman that took exception to it, had his two daughters with him, like yeah. five years old, and then took a swing at me. Well, I kind of got into it with a
2: guy this weekend. He got really, right, at, right before the race, of the car. Really? He kept coming up, and I, he's like, trying wait, to get Wait a this weekend? Says, well, yeah, he kept coming in, and he said, I, just, I need to get to Junior, I need an autograph. Rick Rick Hendricks, I need Junior's autograph. I said, sir, he's getting ready to jump in the car, I can't let you. He kept coming, so finally I grabbed him, and I said, man, you got to go. And he... Said some words to me and walked mm. off, and I said, "Look, buddy," I said, "Dale has a job to do. I have a job to do." He asked me to do one thing, you know. He's getting in the car; he can't reach in there for the car to car get autographs, and he kind of flicked me off and walked off. But you know, just things like that. There's some disrespect out there, so I was, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm waiting right. my day for somebody. To just, you oof, got
1: the Johnny sweet. Manziel, uh, yeah, you know, you one got finger salute there. That's right.
3: Oh. I don't know. I almost want to instigate a fight just to see, uh, you know, on pit road. Just to see Hogue have to break it up. So we need
1: to pick a race to go to. <laughs> <an instant. laughs> yeah.
3: Well, Bristol this weekend is going to be mine. If, you, if, you, if I'm going to start a fight, it's going to be this weekend. Well, look at the weather. Mike's going to be there till Tuesday.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of time uh, to think on it. Yeah. Um,
1: it well, I'd, just quickly, and of all places, Chapel Hill, North Carolina, I was watching Alabama play Arkansas uh, a few years ago, and an Arkansas fan tried to punch me in the face, and he fell down passed out. No, wait a second, have, Taylor. No, no, yeah. you're
3: forgetting the better story that you have when you did end up with a black eye, and it was just last year. What? what happened? You went to a baseball game with Marty in uh one of the who was it? Uh one of the uh Chicago White Sox.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. One uh, of the White
3: Sox punched Taylor.
1: The player? He yes. didn't well, he didn't punch me. He he said he was gonna poke me in the eye if I kept uh, talking trash to him and he was he was being obnoxious and I'm not gonna say who he was, but he was <laughs> He was being obnoxious, and um, a good friend of mine and a good friend of Marty's, Jake Peavy, uh, was also upset with this fella, who was a teammate of his at the time. And um, he he tried to poke me in the eye, and he'd had a really fun night, and he missed. And he did give me a black eye because he, he poked me so hard beneath my eye that um, he did mess up my eye. But, hey, you know what? It, things happen, man. Things when happen. You're, when when you get rowdy and it was all you, listen <laughs> and, I didn't get in po- my defense I, got poked in the eye. I
2: didn't get punched in the eye. I got no
1: poked. exactly no no what happened to you was was far worse than me but uh, in fairness as Mike Davis can attest to the guy started out with we would have beaten Alabama if Colt McCoy finished the game you know that that kind of sticks in my crawl a little bit yeah and. So, uh, Davis, you can relate to that. That's, oh yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. We all fight for our teams. Is what yeah, it no, like.
1: it happens. Obviously, We're you really well uh, fought for your if team. If Denny so. would have said the Redskins suck,
2: man, Junior would have <laughs> gone to blows there <laughs> on
1: pit road. He's a Redskins t- t- fan. I have to tell you, I oh, admire yeah. Jimmy yeah. Johnson. <laughs> I admire Jimmy Johnson in a million ways. Uh, An example, uh, one example of that is how he handled himself on Sunday.
3: Oh, I love that because you know what? I looked at that. I mean, if you take if you compare Newman situations, like Ryan Newman being mad after a race situations. I remember when he was mad at Logano. No knock on Logano. Logano's a great race car driver. But if you want to see what a difference of how a man reacts to how a boy reacts... Lugano, you just go to YouTube and find this. Logano <laughs> was like, dude, listen, I just was trying to. I, dude, dude, <laughs> come on. I'm sorry. I, I look, man. That, and Newman was like, don't touch me, man. Don't touch me. I didn't touch you, man. I didn't touch you. <laughs> Jimmy, on the other hand, that was a man. That was a man's He could rounds, man. man got- Jimmy was like staring him in the eye. And, and like and Newman was almost like, I felt a little waver. I felt like, oh, wait, I never had somebody stare at me like this. Jimmy looked like he was ready to go down right there. He was going to take out and dish it out, Any anything that he needed to do.
1: you And he was in control of
3: the whole situation.
1: Wait, wait, what did Logano <laughs> say again?
3: Hey, man, wait, 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 you're going to wrinkle my shirt, man. Wait a second, wait a
1: <laughs> you know what's funny? When we got back
2: to the airport, we got uh, back home. We're pulling out of that gate, and there's this guy standing on the side of the road with a helmet bag, standing right there. It's Ryan Newman, standing there outside the Statesville Airport. We, we stopped. Was he hitchhiking? <laughs> <laughs> so he junior did, junior you, did you stop?
1: Was he supposed to get on your plane again?
2: Bill <laughs> 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 pulls a little S-10 over on the side, he goes, Rolls winning down. He looks at him and goes, hey, man, what you doing? was <laughs> like, just waiting on my wife. <laughs> it was just so awkward. He was just standing there by himself. And I was going to say, man, you were pretty pissed off at Jimmy. But I felt felt like it was probably yeah. good not to say anything.
3: And Dale was like, all right, man, we'll, we'll see you later. <laughs> he just <laughs> left him there. Wow. <laughs> just awkward. You, you, made a, you know, he was in an S-10, so there wasn't exactly room in the cab. But you can always get in the yeah, back of the truck. Back. I, thought the, I thought he was, like, waiting on a ride
2: around to the other side of the airport. But he was just standing on the side of the road. Lo-
1: hmm. All right, well, where, where,
3: where, where do we go from this? I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember
2: that we pulled over and
1: saw him. Well, we should mention it uh, like we did at the top of the show. Spy has an exclusive deal for Dirty Mo' Radio listeners. <laughs> go online to spyoptic.com slash Junior or facebook.com slash spyoptic and enter for your chance to win a spin with Dale Jr. This is a chance of a lifetime. Don't miss out. And if you find yourself a pair of signature 88 sunglasses while on spyoptic.com, use the same Code Dirty Mo Radio. Dirty Mo Radio. All one word. To receive twenty percent off your purchase. So again, twenty percent off if you say Dirty Mo Radio. You know what else? What's that? It'll cover up those poked eyes or those punched (laughs) eyes with sunglasses. (laughs) Yeah. And 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 that guy and I have have made amends. By the way, we're 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 buddies now. Let's go to a reaction theater.
0: Payback sucks, don't it, Kyle Larson? Look what happened to you for running into Junior. You slammed the wall and busted the flank. And Denny Hamlin. What was that you used to say? All we do is win. When well, now all you do is run mid-pack every race. So shut up, Dale. Yeah, that's Whoa. our buddy
2: Rob F. That's who that was. I recognize his voice. Boy, he brings it. He is
1: brings. that right? Yep. So this is a guy. This is a local fella. All he right. Comes
2: in a junior motorsports type or two. I think he's from Virginia. From I like Danville. I like the way Danville, I like Dale. the
1: way he says Dale. Yeah. Like I mean, there's some there's some heat in that voice. Like yeah. he's fired up.
3: Yeah, he brings it, man. He doesn't like Larson or Denny. Not this week.
1: All right, who's next?
0: I checked the message boards. I got a handle on Twitter. For the race, I just sit and my ass gets bigger. Got my daily on. Got my daily mold decal. Eating salty snacks. Maybe drink some ground regal. Didn't catch the cloud. till started 25th, but they made up ground, and we got fifth. That's fifth. P5, chicken salad. Good job. <laughs> 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 well, wow. Chicken salad.
3: Well, there's three things I noticed in that. There was we finished fifth, chicken salad, and my ass got bigger. Yeah, I, I was, was going to say, that's, a, that's a, the one I don't. I don't get what she, doesn't fit in this race. She had a little. Well, she said, I think background. she said
1: that because she was sitting on the couch. But I, I got gotcha. um, <laughs> yeah. I I that's the first thing I noticed as well. Wow. Good was, stuff. How about the creativity? I love you know, it. here on Reaction Theater. It's it. unbelievable. Good stuff. All right, who's next? You
0: know what, F- Denny Hamlin, I get tired of his antics. He acts like he owns the racetrack. He's just like freaking Ryan Newman, Kyle Busch, and Joey Logano. They think they're the only cars on the track. They think that nobody can race them hard. If anybody races them hard, it's a problem. But if they do it to somebody else, it's all right. Hamlin's uh, probably looking for Junior to rearrange his face and make the guy look halfway human.
1: Oh, mm. can,
0: can I
3: just add one thing about this? I And I don't know how many calls, Amanda does, I don't know how many people are going to talk about the Denny Hamlin thing. But for the record, to be fair, Junior admitted that he ran him up the racetrack. Right. And he even said as much, he said that, he probably would have been mad too but it also didn't bother him because he had his own race to run so you know i don't even know if he knew what Ham- hamlin was mad about when hamlin first approached him so but just to be fair that's the whole story he he admitted to running him up the track
1: i think it's quite obvious stay away from my driver is uh is the way junior nation uh, feels about this yeah all right who's next
0: hey first time caller this is at speed racer 13 on twitter just want to tell you that was an awesome race for Dale Jr. today, way to come back, way to battle back to that fifth place, and also waiting for all you at Dirty Road Radio <laughs> to uh, do the ALS challenge that I gave you guys on Twitter. Uh, that's for my dad. He has ALS. He's a survivor for three years, and we're still going all strong with that, so mm-hmm. please look at that and do that ice bucket challenge.
1: That's really cool.
2: Where do
3: we start here? Hoag, you did it this weekend. Yeah, and I challenged you guys, and I guess you donated already. And <laughs> I, I did, Hogue. Okay. Uh, but, Amanda, you and I were talking about this yesterday, and Taylor, we'll let you vote in here because we were trying to figure out – I mean, there's a lot of people that have done the ALS Challenge, and we need to do it because we have been challenged by a lot of people, Hoag included, Ty- uh, Tyler Overstreet's been challenged, Martin Friedrich. We were wondering if we should do it for JRM 360, but that's coming out Thursday – and by then, does the I mean, yeah. has it worn off? Then no, this or? thing's been out for months, man. It started well, in
1: golf. I know, it, but this week or, is
3: is when no, it's really uh, picked Boston, up steam. It,
1: it has. Um, I yeah, that's a good point. Maybe maybe you do it at Bristol or something. But um, I, I I would tell you this. I, I hope that everybody. Looks up the name Pete Frady's because he's the guy that got yes. this thing going, and what an inspiring guy, uh, Boston, uh, a guy that from the Boston area, a big Red Sox fan. But uh, th- this movement's amazing. I hope that they donate. Uh, Marty Smith and Greg McElroy have called me out, so I'm gonna have to get this done in the in the next few days. But uh, well, and you got you got to make good on it. But more than anything, I hope people donate.
2: Right, that's half of it is the ice bucket. The other half is the donation. I think a lot of people are getting wrapped up in the social media aspect of it, but the important part
1: is the donation. Right. Absolutely. All right, who's next?
0: Instead of finishing 28 like we would have in 2009 and 10 and watch Jimmy Johnson battle all day and finish in the top 10 and be pissed, we pull out of top five. And not only that, we got drivers pissed at us because we're faster than they are. I'm starting to think that maybe, just maybe, we're a little better now in 2014 than we were back then. Championship teams turn chicken into chicken salad. We just keep eating.
3: How about Quasi Dado making an appearance? You know, I
1: have missed him.
3: <laughs> I have to. I have to. He's. He, guess what though? Yeah. I got some news for you. Uh-oh. What? He's going to be at Bristol this weekend. Yes. And not only that, I think you know. You know, we've got that uh, hospitality appearance Dirty Mo Radio does, and TJ and I are doing that. I might actually get Quasi Dado up there with us. Oh, for sure. I mean, don't you feel like if it's a Dirty Mo Radio thing? Would it be complete without quasi data? I mean, he's been I with think us that's, the you,
1: I think that's a fantastic idea. Just
2: make sure you have the sensor button on hand.
3: Beep, Why, beep, did, beep, do, beep, Do you have to censor stuff at hospitalities, a Diet Mountain Dew tailgate?
1: And I know that, you know, hey, I know. Mike, I, I know we have picked up our audience uh, significantly uh, this year, which is outstanding. A lot of you that, that maybe didn't hear us last year, if you want to go back to the start of, of Team 88 and Dale Jr. and Latart and the boys getting going, uh, it all started with a man that started running after Chicago last That's right. year. That's right. And that is uh, Qu- Quasi Dado, and um, so he. Ever since then, man, the, the we've had been top five in the fire out of him. So
3: well, I tell you what, uh, in all seriousness, a lot of people have been asking about him because he's been a little bit of a MIA on Twitter, but uh, obviously he's doing fine. He's calling into Reaction Theater, so uh, and there hopefully, hopefully, we get to have a good time with him this weekend. Let's hear the next one.
0: Dale, yeah, the Dell Junior, Steve Letarte, eighty-eight crew, nice comeback, P five, Kyle Larson, Joey Logano, get the hell out of the way, and shout out to Dado twenty-fifteenth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, maybe Dado, maybe Ives will give uh, Dado a spot up there. Does Dado know that Ives has been named crew chief? Is the big question. <laughs> I think maybe
3: we'll ask him at the hospitality this weekend. I think you should have Daddo grill Ives.
1: Yes, that's a great idea.
3: Yeah. It's a great idea. Yeah, ba-
1: Dado and Latart definitely are on the same page. Dado has not been on the same page with some other crew chiefs in the past. No, he hasn't. He'll remind <laughs> you of that with a hashtag, <laughs> as a matter of fact. <laughs> oh, Mr. McGrew. All right, next.
0: Junior got top five at Michigan. We should be so glad. Finishing fifth from 25th. Sure as hell isn't bad. And we all know he'll win another race. And he just might win the chase. On the racetrack, Junior rules. Go, Dale Junior, go! Dale, yeah, no
3: beers. <laughs> she can sing,
2: yeah. yeah. Old McDonald. Well,
1: <laughs> I mean,
3: that's song, but she sounds like she can actually sing. She's sober.
1: Yeah, that's uh, that's that's some good stuff there. I like that, but uh, that was but no beers. How about that? And if you missed uh, what Mike said uh, a few weeks ago, if you want to call in, give your reaction theater a call, and at the end, tell us how many beers you've had. That's that's always. Uh, welcomed here on it Reaction helps us
3: Theater. it helps us put it into context, yes, it, it, you know how we listen to that call it matters to know how how much you've been drinking
1: absolutely all right let 's play one last one
3: great, great job by the eighty eight team today. Did I have fun watching junior passing all those cars i've got to say after hearing what Denny Hamlin had to say that. Junior can't race him hard because he has a better car than him. Denny can race Junior hard, but, oh, Junior can't be so mean to him to race him hard. Are you kidding me? What a crybaby. I cannot believe it. I am in friggin' disbelief, but that's it. Yes, I've had more beers than I can count, and I don't care. Great
0: race. Dale, yeah.
1: I oh, hear you. Dale, yeah. yeah. Can't, even, can't even count them, how many she's Can't seen. even count them.
3: Yeah. I've been there before.
1: Reaction Theater is open 24-7. All you have to do is call toll-free 1-855-740-1902. That's 855-740-1902. And leave us your voicemail message. And we'll play the best each week right here on Dirty Mo' Radio. Let's throw that white flag.
3: White flag right there. White flag.
1: Today, Junior will be heading to Shelby,
2: North Carolina, on behalf of the National Guard to appear at the American Legion Baseball World Series. Tonight's championship game between Brooklawn, New Jersey, and Midland, Michigan will be televised live on ESPNU at 7 p.m. Eastern. Tune in if you want to see
1: Junior. He'll be there.
2: You know how all year we've been talking about Spy and his Dale Jr. collection sunglasses? Well, tomorrow here at GRM, Spy will be here to work with Dale Jr. and Amy on new designs. Wow. That's pretty cool. It is. I've never seen that, so we need neat, neat yeah. to witness. So if you've ever wondered how involved Dale Jr. is in the design of his Spy sunglasses, he's very involved. We look forward to seeing what he and Amy design for next year.
3: That'll be cool. Ho- hopefully they get a, a couple more uh, female-designed sunglasses. I know they got the Farah in the Dale Jr. collection yep. now, but maybe you know Amy gets another couple pair there uh Puts them in there for the for the ladies. Yeah, I asked
2: Amy what she's gonna name them. She doesn't know. Dale said, "Just name them Amos." <laughs> <laughs> Amos. <laughs> uh, uh, this one's cool. Tomorrow night, Junior will be attending the Dirks <laughs> Bentley concert at Bristol Mo- Motor Speedway on behalf of Dyke Mountain Dew from nine thirty to eleven thirty. Wow. Yeah, late. Those guys are big pals, and Junior will even go on stage to introduce Dirks at the start of the show. That'll be fun. <laughs> Dale Jr. will be driving the Diet Mountain Dew paint scheme this weekend at Bristol. He's got two practices and one round of qualifying on Friday. He's not in Friday night's Nationwide race, but Kevin Harvick, Regan Smith, and Chase Elliott is. Tune in to ESPN to watch that.
3: Harvick, your winner.
1: I'm our, I'm me
2: calling and I was it. getting ready to say the same thing.
1: You calling it, huh? Harvick.
3: Yeah. Harvick. Gonna have to beat, uh, you know, Kozlowski and Kyle Bush, but I think we got it. Yeah, 102.
2: Saturday is a huge day for everyone because it will be raining, and it starts at the Diet Mountain Dew. It will not be raining. Wow, Hoag. Which is located in the Hospitality Village. (laughs) The Dirty Mill Radio Gang will kick it off at 3 p.m. Dale Jr. will show up at 4.45 p.m. This will be the ultimate Junior Nation hangout before the race. It really is. Because Mike Davis will be there with TJ Majors. Actually,
3: it will be because Junior's there. Yeah.
1: Mm.
2: Junior will then proceed to Bristol's Victory Lane for a live Q&A on the Jumbotron at 5.05 p.m. The Irwin Tools Night Race from Bristol Motor Speedway will get underway at 7.30 p.m. Hopefully you'll be there, but if not, you'll find it on ABC. That's right.
3: I'm just kidding about rain.
2: It's not
1: going to rain. Yeah, don't, don't be saying that R word, man. Well, hey, I, man, I'm not
3: going to be there, so I hope No, you're not going to be there Saturday night because you're going to a wedding, but the wedding will end... Well, it's, it's five and hours you, away. And you can get to Bristol if we are in a rain delay. Not on Sunday I can. I'll be driving back. Man, I'll, I'll drive might, there. I can Keep on driving. I can be there Monday. You
2: don't have to stop at That's my deal. I'll come Monday. You can come home. Okay. Oh, if are. it goes to Monday, I can guarantee <laughs> you you'll be there, and I won't. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: All right, good stuff, uh, boys and girls, this week. We look forward to being with you next week. No rain, Mike Hogue. Uh, we'll have a, a great dale jr download for you next week and hopefully on schedule with no delays for mike kogue mike davis amanda troutman for dale earnart jr i'm taylor zarzer you've been listening to the dale jr download presented by spy
0: thanks for listening to dirty mo radio
1: thank you guys for listening to another edition of the dale jr download presented by spy and mike of course we've got some news
3: Oh, great news from our friends at Spy Optic. How often do you get a chance to ride with Dale Jr. in a race car at Charlotte Motor Speedway for three laps and, and plus do it in an all-expense paid trip? Well, Spy Optic is making that possible for uh, for one lucky fan.
1: So go to spyoptic.com slash Dale Jr. or facebook.com slash spyoptic to enter.
3: And no purchase necessary. Just go enter.
1: Dale, yeah.